Podcast. My name is Elle, and I'm joined with my co-host... Isaac. Hello. Um, so, uh, do you want me to explain what we're doing here? Uh, sure, but first I'd like to apologize for the long wait. Uh, yeah. We have just not done it. <laughs> yeah, that's about accurate. <laughs> to be fair, last week I was busy at a swim meet. Oh yeah, I was also busy. I was visiting family. Uh, I was but other, than, other than that, we have no excuse. No. Uh, but yes, other than that, we're just kind of busy. <laughs> uh, but there has been news from our home country, that frozen wasteland of Canada. <laughs> um, our ice huts have melted. <laughs> yeah, in the heat wave, yeah. <laughs> um, so, the Prime Minister... Justin Trudeau, in case you didn't know. Um, not Justin Bieber. Not Justin Bieber. Contrary to popular belief. Uh, he did not control the majority of parliament. So, he called an election. Because that's a power that the prime minister has in our system. Yep. For some reason. It's a thing. It's a great system. I'm going to be honest, when I, like, first learned it, when I was, like, I don't know. When I was way, when I was a bit younger, and I learned that was, like, how it worked, I was it, eternally surprised, because I thought it was, like, the USA. Like, yeah. I thought elections got called every four years, and I was like, hold on, wait, <laughs> just stop a minute, what? Well, elections do get automatically scheduled for well, every I, five yeah. years. But True. Then- but it's kind of different. The, has the power to call an election whenever he wants uh, to favor his political goals. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's happened. So we've decided to make like a Canadian politics thing focused one. A Canadian politics spectacular, if you will. Woo! I mean, I but you you might. Um, so where shall we start? Uh, I feel like it would only be smart to start with, uh, with explaining the Canadian system a bit more. Okay. So, uh, Canada has a parliament, like in Britain or other places. Um, it also has a government, like in other places, Britain, other places. Not Afghanistan right now, but... Um, Ooh, okay. Too soon. Um, God. <laughs> this is a train wreck. And we're only three minutes in. Um, so, the parliament is elected. There's 338 members. Uh, and then the parliament chooses the prime minister... And it's all, the Prime Minister is always the leader of the party with the most seats in Parliament. Did I? I don't think I missed anything in that explanation. It's a plurality I think you got vote. it. Yep, I think so. It's a plurality vote in every constituency. Um, and then also the Prime Minister then appoints a bunch of cabinet ministers to help him run the government, like in a bunch of other places. Then there's also, that, that's the lower house of, of parliament, the house of commons. Then there's the upper house, the senate. And we are, all, we are four minutes in, and this is going to be spicy, but the senate is terrible for Canada. The Canadian senate is the worst thing. Uh, it is entirely undemocratic. The senators are not elected. They are appointed by the prime minister. And <laughs> until they're 75 or until they resign uh, and um, uh, they, fortunately they don't have power to veto laws they, uh, but they, if they vote against them then they send it back to the lower house the elected house uh, and the senate what else about the senate um, it's undemocratic it's stupid and redundant. It's incredibly expensive because, because senators get, frankly, completely insane salaries. Like, they get, I think, like, 
I think it's three hundred thousand dollars a year plus a free house. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I didn't know the house part. <laughs> yeah, they get a free house while they're staying in the Senate. It's they're they're appointed on a completely arbitrary geographic system, where it's like there's like uh three, no there there's five four regions that that each get a set of 24 senators. There's Quebec, Ontario, uh, the West, and the Maritime Provinces. That's Nova Scotia and the other ones. <laughs> the other ones that... Um, and then, like, like, British Columbia, for example, has 13% of the population of Canada. And... It has, like, five senators, maybe. No, it has, it has one. No, it has six senators out of a, a, a Senate of 103. And then PEI, which has less than half a percent of Canada, has four senators. How does that make sense? Like, what? I don't know. Uh, the Senate is horrible and, and unconstitutional, and, and it's an abomination, and I hate it. Also, <clears throat> ah, sorry. Also, there's also the Governor General of Canada. And the Governor General is the British monarch's representative in Canada. It's not appointed by the British monarch, of course. It's appointed by the Prime Minister. So it basically, it, it's, it's a ceremonial office entirely. Uh, the current Governor General is Mary May Simon. She replaced Julie Payette, who was a ter- apparently a terrible person. Uh, <clears throat> what else? Oh, yeah, we have a Supreme Court. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. And, um, you know, I think, I think Isaac explained it well. Basically, leading up to the election, I just want to talk about this because I found this pretty hilarious. In a in a mm-hmm. in a in a sad type of way. So, oh, no. uh, <laughs> so Justin Trudeau, he he like talked to people, um, took like I think polls or something, uh, and basically like asked um, Canadians like, how would you feel about an upcoming election around this time uh, yeah. because of like COVID and all that's happening, and the resounding answer was no. Yeah. <laughs> and so what did he do? What, what he did, called he, an election. He, he, it, was, it was so funny because even like the news, the way they put out, I don't usually watch the news, but I was in the emergency room, so there's nothing else oh. I could do. What yeah, happened? Uh, ear infection. Uh, oh, right. If it gets bad enough, you lose hearing. Anyways. Oh, that's not good. Um, are, you, yeah. are, are, are you all right? Uh, I am fine now, but I was losing hearing. Oh, Anyways. Good. Uh, it was, it literally just showed, it just showed him talking up to, walking up to people and everyone he spoke to. And of course there were some people who said yes, they just didn't show it. Um, everyone he spoke to said no. And yep. then two seconds later it was, and so the election's probably going to be called soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, in a imminent air quotes since, uh, <laughs> 16 months ago. I feel like it's been imminent since the last election. Yeah, it's just, yeah, we'll call it. It's just that now it's official. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Shall we explain the parties? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. So there's three major parties. What are you, what are you talking about? There, you mean four? Yeah. Radical weed. Radical weed. Radical, um, oh yeah, <laughs> but a total of 600 votes last, last election. Uh, so there's three major parties, one weird Quebec party, and one, like, not minor party, but... Mm, Are you talking about the purple no, party? Not the fringe party. And then there's a bunch of fringe parties who we... Actually, no, we might talk about, because they're kind of funny. Um... <laughs> The three major parties are the Liberal Party, the Conservative Party, and the New Democratic Party. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. there's also the Green Party. Yeah, they're the they're the minor party. And yeah. the and then there's the Bloc Québécois, which is the uh, the Quebec which is the, in, the interesting party. 
Yeah, they're different. Um, <laughs> they're different. Uh, oh, wait, no, there's two minor parties. Let's call the PPC a minor party. Let's give yeah. them the benefit of the doubt and call them a minor party instead of a fringe party. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be honest. Most Canadians um, don't support don't care. People's party. They don't really care. No. It's, it's not really. It's, I mean, they've been making kind of a name for themselves as being like very <laughs> anti-mask and anti-vaccine. Yeah, I don't get it. It's like. So we'll see how that goes for them. I swear they're like trying to be like conservatives, but like badly. Yeah, yeah, they're or something they're just, like they they've like taken it, but then chose like the worst elements of it. Yeah, they're they're like a far right conservative. Well, they were founded <laughs> by a guy who lost the conservative race. <laughs> oh yeah, true. Tantrum, and then threw a tantrum and and quit and founded his own party. It's like that meme. I'm gonna start my own amusement park. With beer and hookers. So this time it's a political party. Yeah. You know that Futurama meme? I'm going to pretend like I do. Oh, well. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. The PPC are dumb. Uh, hot take. But I don't think it is. Uh, uh, subjective opinion, but yes. Yeah, a hot take that's actually probably not so hot to most people. Um, <laughs> then, I guess we're going bottom up now. So, the Green Party. We're going to hold off on them because, oh boy, <laughs> some stuff's been happening with them and I want to talk about it more. All right. We will talk about them later. Uh, then the Bloc Québécois, uh, the Quebec Party, they're running Quebec. Uh, not much to them. They're pretty left-wing. They sometimes have wanted Quebec to be an independent nation. I'm not entirely sure. Yeah. Like, they they used to campaign explicitly for Quebec being independent, but now I feel like they're just kind of like a niche Quebec interests party. I'm not really sure. Uh, they did make a pretty large resurgence last election, because, uh, in 20... The election before the election of 2015, okay. uh, I believe it was in 2012, the, uh, the NDP under Jack Layton crushed them and took the majority of the seats in Quebec, uh, making them the second largest party in parliament for the only time ever. Uh, and then they ha- had two seats that, after that election. <laughs> and they got four after the election of 2015. Then they came back under Yves Francois Blanchet, the new leader, and they got a bunch of seats in uh in uh the last one, 2019. Mm-hmm. That's the year. Uh, yeah. There's there's not much else to say about them though. They're weird and different. Oh yeah, I'm just realizing it's only been like two years. Yeah. Maybe almost three. Technically, not really. Uh, no, it will be, it will have been less than two. September yeah, what, what month was it? October. It was October 18th. So oh, it'll yeah. be, it'll be, uh, 23 months. I mean, pretty quick, but it seems like, I could be wrong, and, um, inform me if I am, but it seems like Trudeau has a, quite a decent chance, I'm gonna be honest. He, yeah. I don't know. Okay. I feel like we're getting ahead of ourselves. We will talk about this soon. Don't worry. Okay. I, can, yeah. I feel like I'm saying that a lot. That's but, fine. Um, the Conservative Party. Uh, they have a new leader. Uh, his his name is Aaron O'Toole. He's not great. Um, we've discussed before his comments on indigenous residential schools, which were um, oh. interesting. Oh, hold on. oh, it's that dude. Yeah, oh, the guy the guy who said that. they were just meant to oh. get education. Oh yeah. That dude. He's he is he's he has a I knew decent... he wasn't good, but I forgot he did that. Pardon? I knew he wasn't good, but I forgot he had done that. Yeah. Uh so the Conservative Party let's describe him in US terms. They're like they're kind of like the Massachusetts Republican <laughs> Republican Party. Like 
they're a lot more moderate than the Republican Party nationally in the U.S., but they're still definitely conservative. You know? Yeah. Like, they're conservative, they're just not regressive. Okay, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's it. Uh, Aaron O'Toole has made a pretty... A pretty big show of trying to make the, uh, make him, like, more moderate, I guess. Or at least present more moderate. Um, yeah, I've seen a few things. Yeah. Like, especially on, like, the environment and in Quebec. Uh, he's been making a big show of trying to be, like, better. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's bald, too. It's very important. Um, let's see. Okay, then. Oh, yes, the Liberal Party. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, sorry, I forgot. The party... The party's oh, wait, wait, leader is in yeah. control currently. Uh, yeah, that's a dude. forgot both the NDP and the Liberals. All right, so the <laughs> NDP... Uh, the New Democratic Party. They're my party. Uh, they're the furthest left party in Canada. Uh, They're led by Jagmeet Singh. Ya boy Jagmeet. Um, And they're great. Moving on. The Liberal Party. (laughs) Okay. They're the NDP, except they don't follow through. (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's actually basically... Yeah, like, I saw an article back in, like, 2016... Reviewing their first year in office after Stephen Harper, who was a conservative, where it was like, where it said something along the lines of, uh, they campaign like the NDP and then govern like the conservatives. And then that's a fairly apt summary, I think, of their whole thing. Like, they campaign on ideas like universal pharmacare and, and reconciliation and climate-ness. Uh, and then they don't follow through. Like, they actually specifically voted against a pharmacare bill, as well as against se- several of the ideas of the Truth and Reconciliation Committee, mm-hmm. and have not gone nearly far, far enough in, in saving the environment. So yeah, screw them. Uh, yeah. Party. Uh, this is the one that I was saving for later because there's been some stuff happening. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the Green Party, for the longest time, were led by a woman named Elizabeth May. Yeah. Uh, the Green Party basically became inseparable with Elizabeth May. Yeah. Uh, and she, she was basically, like, the entire brand. <laughs> then she resigned last year. Which doesn't bode well. She resigned as leader. She's still in Parliament. Um, they, they, they had three seats, by the way. Last, as of after last election. Uh, then there was a very bitter leadership battle between... Uh, the eco-socialists and the more establishment Green Party members, mm-hmm. and the um, the establishment candidate Anami Paul won. Uh, then she ran in a by-election to try and enter Parliament in Toronto Centre, and lost. Ooh, isn't a good sign, but it's fine. They can get over it. Then, uh, basically nothing happened for a while. They, they were, maybe they weren't uh, getting as much money as they were, as they used to be. But, and Anime Paul wasn't quite as liked as Elizabeth May, but whatever. They could, they could deal with that. They were just chugging along. <laughs> then... I'm going to be honest, of- I haven't heard of what has happened. So I'm going to be, this is me hearing it for the first time. Yeah, well, uh... One of their MPs left. She she uh, she switched party allegiance over to the Liberal Party. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, 
Yeah. And then, uh... <laughs> then, Anime Paul... Then Anime Paul's uh, approval ratings started to decline. And then she started losing party members. And then she started uh, becoming... Getting less money. Then there started to be calls for her to resign as leader. Then, she didn't. Uh, then, like, even, like, seriously, I think, like, the majority of the party at this point wants her to resign. Even the official subreddit, uh, like, the moderators and, like, everyone on the official subreddit are calling for her to resign. Um, and now she's in court with her own party. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, yeah, it's not great. <laughs> this is a good time to call an election. <laughs> One party's just done. Cook. Yeah, it's it's not good. <laughs> the other one's a little a literal tool. Yeah. <laughs> One is on fire. The other two don't uh, get taken seriously. It's a one v one on this. <laughs> it's a. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> the, the Green Party, I, I'm telling you, man, it imploded. I, I think I know where the smoke is coming from. It's, it's the fire of the party burning to ashes. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Eesh. So, on to, on to the interesting topic. Oh. What do you think of NDP's chances? Okay, yeah, this is the thing. Uh, I'm actually going to speculate on both the NDP and the Liberals' chances here. I feel like... the li- I feel like the Liberals are probably going to win. Yeah. Uh, but... I'm not entirely sure if it's going to be a majority. Just because... the NDP does have a fair amount of momentum right now, or it does seem to have anyway. Uh... That might just be because I am more involved in that community now than I was before, but it does seem to be the case. And because the Liberals and NDP campaign so similarly, uh, many of the times that the NDP got big, uh, or, or many, the NDP doing well never exactly bodes well for the Liberals. Like in 20, mm-hmm. I'm going to say it's 2012, even though I'm not entirely sure, where um, the NDP got their biggest ever showing. It was the Orange Crush. They came in second. And th- that was also coincidentally the time that the Liberals had their worst ever showing under a man named Michael Ignatieff. They came in third. It's... Yeah, so, I don't know. I don't think the Conservatives are going to win. Probably not. No, I would not. I would not assume so. I feel like the NDP might actually do, like, pretty pretty, pretty good in this one. Yeah. Like, not, like, like I, I, okay, here. Now, I, I have only guessed two elections, uh, but I have a 100% win rate. Um, so, uh, my, my uh, educated guess, um, <clears throat> Uh, is uh, the Liberals are going to win. But, yeah. you know, it's definitely not like there's a high chance of it. And I'm just really good at calling shots. Oh, yeah. No, um, but, like, I feel like, yeah, Liberals are going to win. Uh, especially with, like, uh, you know, they called the election because they had a chance. Like, you yeah. know, they, they have, they have yeah, this... power. They know how things, like, yeah, they're... Ju- yeah, Justin Trudeau called this election because Justin Trudeau thinks Justin Trudeau has a good chance of winning the election. That is why this election is happening. Yeah, so like, you know, there is a chance that he could lose, of course. There's always yeah. a chance. But There's always a chance, and a lot of things can change in a month. True. But it does seem like he has a advantage here. Yeah. Yeah, I do... I don't know. I do feel like Jagmeet Singh is more well-known and, and more well-liked now than he was at the start of last election. I also yeah. definitely feel like he's navigated, like, the pandemic and the fires really quite well. 
So he does have a fair amount of goodwill going. Like I saw a poll the other day that said that he was the best liked of, of all of the major party leaders. And that was pretty surprising to me. Uh, even though it shouldn't be because I love him and, and hate all of the others. Um, so I feel like that might translate into a good fair amount of votes, but I could also be wrong. So, you know, if the liberals lose, it's going to be because it's going to be because Justin Trudeau shaved his beard. Oh yeah. That's, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I don't understand. Like he, he started to look like an adult. And then he shaved it, and he went back mm. to looking like way younger. Like I know, yeah. like beards make you look older, but still, like he, he went yeah, from I like, like the beard. I, yeah, I like the beard too. Like he went from that to looking back like he's just like a young kid again. Yeah, I don't know. Oh well. Um. Anything else you uh, have to say? Uh Any would you topics? like me? Well, okay. This one is more in line with history, but okay. it does show how the party system came to be in Canada. Yeah. So we've already told you about all of the parties, but um, back in 1996, it was not the same. Shocking. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Shocking. Shockingly things 30 years ago were different from things now. Uh, back, 20, ba- back in 1996, there was no conservative party. Uh, there was the party named the, con- the Progressive Conservative Party, but they were not the same party, as you will see as I am I'm t- telling this story. So, there was the Progressive Conservative Party and the Liberal Party. Uh, the Bloc Québécois did not exist yet, and the NDP was very small at this point. Still very small. Um, so, in ni- 1996, Prime Minister is Brian Mulroney, and he's very unpopular. And there's an election coming up. And he knows that he's going to lose. So he dips. Um, <laughs> he quits... And lets his party choose the next leader and then thus the next prime minister for the next four months until an election happens. They choose a woman named Kim Campbell, making her the only woman prime minister Canada's ever had and having her only in power for four months before an election happens. And she is not good at being a politician. Like I can't really comment on her uh, on on her skills as as like governing because she, again she was only in power for four months, uh, but she was really bad at campaigning, man. She was very dislikable. Um, some of that was sexism, but some of it wasn't. <laughs> um, so because of that. Uh, because exactly because of how dislikable Kim Campbell was, two entire new political parties popped out of existence. <laughs> <laughs> A man named Lucien Bouchard uh, formed the Bloc Québécois for that election, and then two men named uh... Damn it. Okay. Okay. It's either Ernst Manning or, uh, or, um, it's something Manning, because there's two famous Canadian politicians who are father and son, and I can never remember which first name is which, so we're just going to call him Manning okay. and move on. I think it was, I think it was Preston Manning, but I'm not sure. It might have been Ernst Manning. Uh. So yeah, Ernst Manning, or Preston Manning, uh, got together with a man named Stephen Harper and formed the, con- the, the not the Conservative Party, the, conservative, the Alliance for Canadian Conservative Reform, also known as the Canadian Conservative 
Reform Alliance, also known as the Canadian Conservative Alliance, also known as the Canadian Alliance, also known as the Reform Party, also known as the Reform Alliance. We are calling them the Reform Party. Okay. Um, so, because, so, Kim Campbell, as I said, was really horrible at campaigning. And in the election day, her party went from, in the election previously, having a majority of uh, 164 seats to, in the, after the election of 1996, in a parliament of 338 people, they got two seats. Hold on, wait, really? Two. Two seats. That is... Oof. And, like, this is the party of, like, John A. McDonald and, and uh, yeah. John Diefenbaker. Like, th- this, this party is, has gone... Uh, it, it's, it's been around. It, it's been one of the main parties for, throughout Canadian history. And then they got two seats. <laughs> uh, the Reform Party became a... Uh, like, Kim Campbell even lost her own seat, by the way. Like, an incumbent prime minister losing their seat in parliament has happened... Actually, no, it's happened twice. Wow, that's actually really surprising. Because, like, <laughs> party leader seats are... It's happened twice. If I, if I had a if I had a nickel if for every I, time yeah. it happened... Yeah, I'm actually. Sure. <laughs> it's weird, it happened twice. Yeah, actually, because, like, party leader seats are, like... The, the safest seats, especially prime ministers. So it's really surprising that it happened twice, and it's very shocking that it happened this time. Um, so then uh, the, the Reform Party became the main party of the Canadian right, and uh, the Bloc Québécois exists now. Um, Liberal Prime Minister Jean Chrétien came into power after... After Kim Campbell lost, uh, and then uh, one of those two two MPs that they that they retained, Jean Charest, took over the party and led it uh, along in undead form for ten years, <laughs> getting an average of I think like ten seats each election. Oh boy. Okay. Um. Then. A man named Peter McKay came uh, came in, uh, and he was elected leader of the again very much less powerful at this point Progressive Conservative Party. And then he decided, you know, it's kind of dumb that there's two conservative parties. And then he, he, he merged with Stephen Harper's Reform Party to form the Modern Conservative Party. And Stephen Harper became way. Prime Minister. Um, so that's why Kim Campbell being ter- a terrible politician caused the, the party <laughs> system that we live under. <laughs> that's actually really interesting. Yeah. Um, by the way, I didn't mention this, but the term when Kim Campbell became prime minister was also her first term in parliament. First and only. Oh, that's just, that was a crash and burn. Oh yeah. She's also the only prime minister to ever come from British Columbia. Oh, that's, that's. Most prime ministers have come from, uh, Ontario or Quebec or England. Um, (laughs) <laughs> and then one has come from Alberta, Joe Clark, and one from British Columbia, Kim Campbell. Also, you could technically say that like Stephen Harper is one from Alberta, but he was born in Ontario, and then he lived in Alberta for a while, but then he ran for parliament in Ontario as well, so no. Oh, and there's there have been a couple from Nova Scotia and New Brunswick, too. Whatever. They don't matter. Uh... Wait, where's Trudeau Wait. from again? Uh, he is he he, uh, he was born in Quebec. He is a member from Quebec. Ah, okay. Papineau specifically. To be fair, it makes sense why most would come from Quebec. 
because I believe you have to like learn French there. Yeah, yeah, you, ha- you have to know. Uh, other places, it's like an option. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a that's another thing. That's another kind of dumb thing about the Canadian system is that all of the highest officers must know both French and English. Uh, look, I agree that like the prime minister should know both French and English, and like maybe like the chief justice and the, or the speaker of the house. But to have it like all, almost all the cabinet ministers, and most, uh, and and most high level appointments, it's dumb. All right, it's a bit overblown. Like only twenty percent of Canada is bilingual, and then that twenty percent gets the majority. No, gets all of the high level positions in government. It's just, yeah. Um, I mean, it, it does yeah. kind of make sense because, like, I mean, there are there are, you know, French people and people who speak yeah. French. It's kind of, it is a uh, English and French, but yeah, I but get like, what you mean. only twenty percent of people are bi- bilingual, and only like a, less than, and only only like a quarter of people in total speak French in Canada, bilingual or not. True. So. I mean, yeah. Anyhow, when I'm prime minister, <laughs> system's gonna change. Um, How would uh, you change it? Uh, well, first I'd become dictator. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> take away the tater and yes. <laughs> uh, no, you, you you never take away potatoes. Potatoes are great. Um, <laughs> Go dictate Ireland. Ha. Um. Uh, but yeah, I I mean I need to pass like constant. Well, what, if, like, are you asking me what I'd actually change in the system? Yeah, yeah. Like, actually, you. If I had all get, the power, you get put. You get. If you're prime minister. Okay. Well, <laughs> how much time do you have? What if you had all of the power in the entire world. <laughs> no, like it's just in Canada. If I had the power to change the system in Canada. Well, You're prime minister. Well, I mean, the prime minister can't change the constitution at will. And who is who? What one person can? No one. Exactly. So I'm trying to make a, like an actual legitimate. What would you do if you were in that spot? Not what All right, would you well, do if you were given a power no one has ever been given before. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the first thing that we need to do is change the election system because plurality voting is not good like in our constituency uh it's pretty solidly conservative it's been that way for a significant portion of the time um but like the the guy who won it only got like got less than like sixty percent of people who voted wanted someone different, but like that's not majority rules. What I would do is induce ranked choice voting on all the ballots, so you rank the candidates in order, and then if no one gets a majority, then you cut out the last person, redistribute their votes to the second choices, rinse repeat until someone has a majority of the votes. That's what I would do on the geographic constituencies. Then I would also give every voter a second ballot in which they choose a party. And then, um, and then the, uh, each of the parties get MPs. This is called a, a like, proportional representation. So each party has like a list of MPs that they want in Parliament, okay. and then and then when they count all the, all of the votes from the second ballots where people choose the parties, then they distribute distribute those uh those like hundred MPs or whatever uh, to those parties. So like we'll say like if the Liberals got thirty three percent and the Conservatives got thirty three percent and the NDP got twenty five percent yada yada, then those parties would each get 
that ma- amount of the list MPs. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if I did a good job in explaining that, but let's hope. No, I um, think I got it. So that's what I... Also, I'd abolish the Senate. Because obviously. Uh, then I would also... Um, what else would I do? Uh, just systematically, I would also... Uh, I would change the appointment process for Supreme Court justices because currently that's just the prime minister appoints whoever he wants without any like checks by parliament or anything. So what I would do is I would have the Supreme Court itself choose a candidate and then have parliament vote on whether or not to approve that candidate after like a hearing. Okay. I mean, yeah. So then you can try and get a bit of, like, judicial impartiality because politicians aren't appointing the judges, but also make sure that uh, you don't get anyone insane with Parliament voting whether or not to let them on the court. Uh, um, then I would also... Uh, I had others. I had other things. Um... I said abolish the Senate already? I did. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so that's just, like, the system. Yeah. And if we're getting into, like, the eco- economic and all of the political issues... Okay. How much time do you have? Uh, we'd probably do this for a little bit longer. I mean, it is uh, yeah. about politics. It is a... so, yeah. All right, so... Okay, so here... so. Universal pharmacare, universal dentacare, yeah. uh, universal basic income of like a thousand or or fifteen hundred dollars a month to every Canadian. Uh, um, then one trillion dollars a year minimum towards trying to make the economy greener, like trying to environmentalize yeah. the economy minimum. And with also, like, more regulations on, like, the oil and gas industry and various things to uh, try and uh, blah, 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 make it so that less pollution. I am yeah. very coherent today. Uh, uh, yeah, there, there's, like, a video that uh, one of the Vlogbrothers did recently about this. <laughs> the Vlogbrothers? Yeah, Hank and John Green. Oh, Do you not know? Okay. Uh, I will link that that Hank Green Hank Green specifically did about how to save the climate. Um, it's like fifteen minutes long. I'll link okay, that. I know, I know, I know these in guys. The I just forgot this was a channel name. Okay. Yeah, I'll link that video in the show notes. Um, and then that's what I would do for the environment. Uh oh. Yes, another thing in the system. So I would create, like, I, I'd consult people, and then I'd create, like, an indigenous council or an indigenous, like, parliament type thing uh, elected by, like, elected by, like, official citizens of those, uh, of the uh, indigenous groups. And then I'd give them, like, a budget of, like, $15 billion a year. It's quite a, a lot, but whatever. Um, and then I'll, and to try and do things, and then also they could, like, give ideas and, like, pass things. It'd be great. Um, it'd be great, trust me. <laughs> okay. Trust. Trust, guys. Trust me, bro. Um... Then, also, guess what else I'd do? What? Okay, so, it's, this is all really expensive, right? <clears throat> I'll be, yeah. So, I would raise taxes and also cut some things. But, what I would raise taxes on would be the corporations and the rich people. Because, frankly, it's, ridicu- it's ridiculous that people have more money then, 
these people don't know what to do with their money, so why do they need their money? It's ridiculous. <laughs> so yeah, I'd raise taxes. Uh, and uh, I'd raise taxes on corporations and rich people, and also like try and close some tax loopholes that they okay. used to not. Um, then I'd also cut funding for the military. Because I believe the current funding of the military costs like a third of the Canadian budget every year or something around that. Yeah. Which is a bit high. So, uh, nixing some of that, uh, and sending it to more stuff. I don't think it should cost more than like 15 to 10%, 10 to 15, whatever. I can do math. Uh, then basically other than that, I'd like increase funding across the board to like, or, oh, also I'd, I'd, uh, I'd probably, I'd probably cut some funding to like the law enforcement and uh, and uh, the prison system, and like take the funding that I'd cut and like put it towards reform instead. Yeah. Um, and then other than that, I'd like increase funding across the board for like education and welfare programs and that sort of stuff. Because mm-hmm. like. We, there's no reason for people to be poor. There's entirely no reason. There is more than enough money that either the government has or that rich people have. There is utterly no justification for poverty in any sense. Uh, it's dumb. The system, the capitalism is dumb. Um, then I'd also like, uh, I had other things that I was going to do. Wait, no. Oh, no. There's something that I remembered and then forgot. Ah, <laughs> curses. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. So this isn't something that I would do. Like, this isn't, like, a policy per se. This is a question. Okay. Why do we use less water during a drought? I feel like, like, I understand the logic. Uh, like, obviously, I understand, like, we own, there's a more limited supply during a drought. But, like... The more water you use, the more water gets evaporated and, and goes into the sky, and, and, and the more likely it is to rain. So I feel like using more water would bring the drought to an end quicker. I might be dumb. This is some dark magic. I'm not, I'm not an, like a climate scientist. I'm a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I, I am not even, like, particularly good at science in school. So no please way. Start. In fact, he is... Shut up. Is... I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. There probably is some reason. Uh, but here's what is done about our water usage. Why okay. it's so ridiculous... Why do we have pristinely clean water in our <laughs> toilets? Why is the water that we're crapping into? Why does it have to be perfect drinking water? Why can't we use, for example, the water that we use to shower or wash our hands and just bring that back around and put it in the toilets? I don't see a reason. It's just more work. It's just more work and more usage of a finite resource. It's dumb. Toilets and also like, and also like sprinklers for lawns and like, uh, stuff that isn't like, yeah, that basically that's it. But like, just generally. Stuff that isn't uh. Wouldn't you have to clean the water though? If you're using the water that like went from your like shower, 
Like, what if there yeah. was, like, hair in it or some sort of gunk, right? So wouldn't you need to clean it anyways? Yeah, sure. Like, put it through a quick filter. But, like, it's like... But, but like, put it through a quick filter, sure. But don't send it back to the, to the water treatment plant to go through... Like, just put, like... Make it make like an irrigation system where the the stuff from your shower goes directly into your toilet, with just like a quick little, quick little uh, filter try, to try and get the gunk out. I don't they know clean all that much, but that so often. sound like a horrible idea. Yeah, I also don't know all that much. All of these ideas. Please, anyone who's listening to this, do not think I'm smart. I am not. I'm just like. I'm just a, a stupid boy uh, pointing at things he thinks is, <laughs> might be might be dumb and shouting dumb at them. Um, I'm not an intelligent person, and I'm not like particularly. Uh, I'm not science, and I'm not like good at things, but. <laughs> This is just my opinions. I think you should really, if you try to become prime minister, yeah. you should use that like, um, uh, if we're ever in a drought, drink more water so the um, so it rains more. You should use yeah. that as your speech. Um, <laughs> but I'd have to clear Here's the thing. That, Here's the thing. I'd, I'd it have actually, to clear if that's scientifically logic. accurate because I'm not <laughs> in Because like, I feel like, I, don't I feel like there accurate. is a... I don't know if that's accurate. I feel like there is a reason, yeah. but I'm just maybe. Okay. I'd have to ask a climate scientist. I also don't know if that's accurate. Um, but like logically, what you're saying could make sense. Not yeah. that it does. It could. So it could. You know, it could make sense. I'm saying this because I have no clue how it works. Yeah, um, me neither. Which is, which is why I think you should go up there because I don't think anyone's actually going to like. There's gonna be six people who actually like look into it or think about it, everyone else is going to be like, this dude's like, this dude's time to consume more water when we have less. And then yeah. just not vote for you. Yeah. Instead vote for Anakin Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, war criminals are make great uh, world leaders. <laughs> uh, just okay. ask William Henry Harrison. Um, okay, then. William Henry Harrison died after a month in office. Um, okay. Then. Uh, is that all? Uh, Do you have any that... ideas as, as to how the country should be run? Better? I don't know. Yeah, um, fair. That's fair. I'm, I'm not as like um, knowledgeable about uh, politics than, uh, than you are. Like You are obviously know a lot more. Yeah. Um, I've but read I, books. I would say the government does seem to have too much power when it comes to like in, installing people. Like in the way of in the way of how yeah. prime minister can, you know, of course it has to happen after a while, but like they can still choose when the election happens, and they can yeah. they can just put people into like roles oh, yeah. so uh, sometimes, and they don't have to like get that cleared or voted for or anything. That does seem a little bit. Not a little bit. It seems quite corrupt, and yeah, especially with someone like even worse than Trudeau. Like if you, if there was someone yeah. who was like really bad that got elected, you could abuse that power so badly. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah. Actually, actually, that that actually does yeah. remind me. Uh, that reminds me of the thing that I had forgotten. Thank you. Uh, first of all, I would change. I would switch the power of calling an election to from the prime minister to the parliament. It's less good, but or no, it's it's still not great, but it's better. And then also, here's a thing that I would do. Okay, stick with me here. Okay. So I would have it that if like if you could get like enough people in a constituency in a given in a like given specific constituency. Okay. To sign like a petition or something, like let's say five, ten, fifteen percent, then you could get that to call a by-election, where just that constituency 
uh, runs through it. Does that make sense? It kind of does. Like, if, like, 15% of... Or, or if, like, 20% of people in a, consi- in a constituency dislikes... Uh, dislikes their MP. Okay. And then they all sign, like, a petition or something. Then they can call an election to try and get that, that MP specifically... Uh, calls an election in just that one constituency. That may be... That may be a good idea. Also, along the same lines, but maybe a bit like... Well, no, not maybe a bit different. Significantly larger scale. Uh, Let's have, have it so that uh, people can go onto the uh, onto the Parliament's website and see all of the proposed bills, and then sign their name onto it as like a, a civilian sponsor or whatever. Okay. And then that that seems good and fine. That seems like something people would agree to. So here's where I get crazy. Okay. If enough people do that. Like, let's say the equivalent of, like, 5% of the country. Okay. Then a referendum on that bill gets called. And the public votes on it rather than the, prime, than, than the parliament, let's say, the next election. Interesting. Just to make it, like, more democratic and, and have more people be more involved in the lawmaking. I mean, that is a good way to get more people involved. Because then, like, because then, like, if, like, say, say, uh, a, uh, a party has a, um, has a minority government and, Mm -hmm. uh, and then, like, is stalling a specific bill from getting a vote in parliament because they don't want it to get passed, but it's very popular so they don't want to be seen voting against it, mm-hmm. then, like, people can do that. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Good work. Yeah. So, anyhow, there, there, yeah, there's, there's an election coming up. Are you planning on voting? I hope not, because it's illegal for you. Um, <laughs> I thought you were talking to our viewers, which, um, nope. 1% of Germany, yep. <laughs> You guys, I'm sorry, but yeah. my homelander is not. Uh, is that all? I think that is all. All right, final predictions. I predict... Trudeau. Yeah. <laughs> I predict a liberal minority government at just at this stage in the campaign. And you predict liberal majority? Uh... I would say a majority. Yeah. I think at the very least, liberals are going to win. Yeah. No matter what it, no and matter I, what kind of, no matter what it is, it's, it's a, yeah. I think it's a liberal win. I, I, yeah, I think the liberals are going to win. They're probably going to gain seats unless, like, there's some scandals against Trudeau, which, given it's, that it's, it's Trudeau, there probably will be. I mean, he's probably, a, but I'd... he's a fairly scandal-ridden person with like F- SNC Lavalin and blackface. I don't. Okay, I feel like blackface isn't really Mark Norman, the fair. Wee Charity. He has a fair. He has a fair few. Okay, but I would say the blackface thing isn't really actually bad. It's just the uh, way they tried to portray it. Well, mean... it, was, it was. It was for theater, right? He no, just... it was for a Halloween costume. Or yeah, well. Yeah, but he was a he was a theater teacher in a, for Halloween. He yeah, uh, he was a, a he was a theater teacher, but but this this yeah. was a different time. This was when he was like a college student, I believe. Okay, I mean maybe not like good, but like I don't know. Yeah, it's is still there, is it really not anything? great. But did he make any like derogatory remarks? Uh, no, I don't th- I don't believe so. Yeah, I don't really think like. Like maybe not like don't maybe don't do that. 
but I don't really <laughs> like maybe don't do that. <laughs> but I don't really think it's insightful. It's, it's, <laughs> I think it's that big of an issue. Um yeah. especially especially like considering uh he's much older. Yeah. And that happened once like, I mean he's like so, forty. Yeah, like it's like that was quite a while ago and also That was only that was only in the nineties. I I wasn't yeah, okay, you get you. It wasn't that long ago. I mean, maybe not like super long ago, but like my parents were from, alive like, then. <laughs> good, but like I feel like anything that's like twenty to thirty years ago, you like you might want like depending what it is. Like in this case, I don't feel like it holds much precedent, uh, right? Like it doesn't. Uh, I don't think it should. Like personally, I don't see how it'd affect my opinion. If, yeah. it, if it was, if it was like a little bit different, like if I you had know. made comments about race, then and then continued to do it or something like that, or tried to hide it or something. Well, I mean, he did technically hide it, but like you get what I mean. I don't really feel like it's. Yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, yeah. final predictions are liberal majority from me and or liberal minority from me, and then. Liberal majority from L. I do think he's probably going to gain seats. Uh, I just don't think enough seats. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, this has been a special Canadian spectacular episode of the uh, Axiomatic Podcast. I have been Isaac. And I have been L. And this has been the Axiomatic Podcast. Toodles. Thank you for listening. <laughs>